So gentlemen, we were doing the unfortunate story. Well, I must say, trouble is, all these stories are unfortunate. We're going from one unfortunate story to another unfortunate story. But the unfortunate story of Sheva ben Bichri, who decides to create a revolt against Dovid's, when David really has not even established himself after the, the, after the Maplakers with Absalom, when Rav Kali Yisrael followed Absalom. He's coming back towards Yushalayim, and already, on his way back, there's already this revolt of Sheva ben Bichri. And we had the other side issue of Amosah ben Yesa being killed by, by Yoyov. But what happens now is that Yoyov takes, not, he hasn't got the whole of Kali, the, the, the full army of Yehuda, but he has got the Gibeirim, which, which we thought to be the bodyguard of David, and he's got the crater of Placim, which we thought was a sort of the palace guard, and Yoyov's own men. And then as they go through it, so it seems as if he collects more people, and he surrounds Sheva ben Bichri in the particular town in which he is, which we believe... Sorry, you're going to say... How do you translate Kreisi or Kreisi? Well, I've always translated as the Pashtas, and here it must be so, I think, yeah. that, that the Targum, the, 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 they were the, the slingers and the archers. Ah, this is... Uh, these are the best... These were the uh, palace okay, guard. Okay, that's called Kreisi Kreisi There is other names. Kreisi Bey may also be the Sanhedrin. Kreisi Bey may also be the... You and the Tumim. But nevertheless, uh, in this context, it's clearly the soldiers. These people going to fight. It can have various... Yeah, we, I suggested once before that it probably all can be true. And we, oh, when yeah, we yeah. refer to the word Kreisi Bey, um, its primary function, they would be the the people who are the, who are the palace guard. But also, there is a, there's crazy places, mean, would mean the Sanhedrin and the coming along also on the same side, not the same people necessarily, the same side. Similarly, the, the, or in the Tumim. Though, Binyo um, Binyo who was the leader of the crazy places, also seems to be the head of Sanhedrin. So there was a, a bit of an overlap. <coughs> in, in this time, it seems as if the greatest of the people in the war also the greatest of the people in the Sanhedrin. I mean, Yoyov was Abbezin, Abbezin ben Ner was an Abbezin. I mean, all of them seem to be in the... Shemin Geo. yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but he wasn't a soldier. But they all seem to be... Anyway, so, yeah, he chases afterwards, besieges him, Shemin ben Bichri, in one town, and he had a certain number of people with him, we said from the Bayrim and whatever, certain people had joined him, they were now all locked up in the town. The outer wall had been breached, and they were about to, to smash through the inner wall, and that would have meant a general death of the of the inhabitants. And one wise woman, who Chazal tell us is no less a, a woman than uh, than the Sarah uh, uh, the daughter of Osha. I mean, she was now quite quite an elderly lady, and she calls out and says. And tells Gibson of Brochel of Atala and tells him, What on earth are you doing? Don't you know that uh, you, before you go around sieging a town, you've got to be Korosol Eholashalom? And this applies to Goyim Kavachemer to Yidden. You should have uh, sent a delegation and said, Look, either surrender or we'll fight against you. But you don't just start, start fighting. Well, you should have known that. Well, that's what she's saying to me. Yeah. You're Yoyov? You're the Abbez? What the heck are you doing? Yeah, it's, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's how, that's how Rashi blows Pshat. Well, you know, I'm positive, I'm positive, I'm 
Bashevas Takkamani. You're sitting there in the, with all the wisdom. Yeah? Uh, what, what do you mean? I mean, uh, so he said, all right, you're quite right. You're talking right. I should not be going around wiping out a town of your soil. That's, but he said, and let's have a look at what he actually says. Um, you're right. In Avla, if I wipe out our whole town, okay, so what do you say? There's one man called Sheva Bimichri who comes from Ephraim. There's a bit of a problem because Ephraim, we were told before he came from Binyamin, but maybe he lived in Ephraim, which may explain why the people of Ephraim were joining with him. And he has lifted up his hand against King David. To new I say, give him Levad alone. I'll go away. I only want him. There's no need to do more than that. Let's just carry on for a moment. If I tell my wife, and a woman said, I'll throw his head over. Now, you can see there's, there's two issues here which are interesting. One is, he didn't ask for her, the head to be thrown over. He said, hand, hand him over to new. And she's volunteering, I'll throw his head over. Yeah? Why would you normally do that? I mean, if somebody's going to be killed anyway, you don't have to, uh, you know, be a, be a, what you might call it, a, an interceder, a, be a, a groma. You don't have to do it yourself. I mean, why, why, why is she saying she's going to throw the head? And the obvious answer is given by the Matsudas that if you actually hand him over, um, he is going to plead for his life he is going, and he's going to be saying well it's not only me it's not only me Gav yeah because it wasn't only Shev, uh, maybe he was the one who started it but he had henchmen he had other people as we said who took part all these Balin who were from the south who had joined in and maybe people from the town itself so therefore if he was allowed to talk he is liable to implicate others and therefore she gets this idea the best thing to do is just to throw his head over mm-hmm. since Yoyev had said I'm happy I only want him she said alright we'll give you his head <laughs> and then he can't talk mm-hmm. yeah dead men don't talk ok that is um, we'll see this comes in the nafkamin and the halacha we'll look in Shukhan yeah. a few moments and even a person who basically kills they're not allowed to cut off his head you're hanging up on the end of the building yeah but uh, why they would want to do it they would want to do it so as not to implicate them yeah and we'll, well, let's go further they needed the head to recognize him oh yeah they needed the head to recognize so him yeah but, but, he, but they killed him in other words they yeah. didn't they did not want him to be that's what the Masuls say did not want to hand over a live man because he could implicate other people 
Yeah, well, then you bury him afterwards. Maybe you know, if they bury them, everybody buries the body. I mean, I assume so. There's no need to, to not bury him. We're not told he wasn't buried. I mean, normally you assume he's buried. But the other little small point is, um, that grammatically is strange, and it? it should say, what Bamelech Bedovid? We have a similar actual illustration of that in the Chumash, don't we? When Moshe Rabbeinu was being um, maligned by um, by uh, Miriam and Aaron, and he said, "Why do you speak Avdi Avdi Moshe? And there Chazal say, "You have uh, you have no right to speak to the Abishta against my Eved. You're entitled. Uh, surely, if you if he's my Eved, I must know what he's doing, and you can assume he's doing the right thing, my Eved." And in addition, he's a grace to mention if he wasn't my Ebed, he's Moshe. You had two times. So therefore, Rashi here also makes, seems to be making two points. Look at Rashi here. Nosa Yoda Bemelech Bedovid. Bemelech Afidoena Dovid. Chaya Misa. Anyone who revolts against a king is Chaya Misa. Ubedovid Afidoena Melech Chaya Misa. The whole Shekem Bemelech Bedovid Kenishu Bemelech Kets. Now, once you read it, you realize you've got a problem. Bishdomah with Moshe Rabbeinu, it makes good sense. Moshe, they were speaking Rosh and Hor about Moshe, assuming that they, we've got to be careful about this Rosh and this Kefelech Rosh and Horah that Miriam spoke. May I remind yeah. you that Miriam loved her little brother, Moshe Rabbeinu. She'd actually with Moshe Nefesh. Look up there. Yeah. When he was put in the water. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. was the older sister. Is the older sister not gra- jet gra- going around uh, being mavaza to other people outside the family? It's the older sister speaking to the older brother. Yeah? Yes. The older sister speaking to the older brother, yes. and all they're doing is saying he's no better than us. Why is he perish from his wife? We're not perish from our spouses. I mean, what's he, what's he doing this for? Yeah? I mean, they're making, not making worse than Aaron and, Mace, Aaron and Miriam. I mean, they're also quite good people, you know. So, so what's, the, what's the criticism? And nevertheless, that itself is a criticism. They should have realized that Moshe was greater than them, and maybe, therefore, they should be done in Katschus or whatever, that maybe he had a... Just to, to some point, I can make... Can make and I divert off a diversion you realise that nowadays anybody who would, would have made that comment would really be an apikos because the Torah has now told us now told us since then that Moshe Rabbeinu had a completely different relationship with the Abishta than anybody else but at this moment in time they hadn't been told that so it was just being don the kachayv but it wasn't actually apikos apikosos and we're beginning to get to, to, to the point here so there it makes sense Moshe Rabbeinu they knew was really was Asafkasov. He was the one who went up Hausina. So they knew that he was, they, they, they had reason to think that he was superior to them. And of course, he is the person with the Abishna ascent. So therefore, they should have. But here, what do you mean? If he's the king, he's the king. But if he's not the king, <laughs> so what's wrong with being married? I mean, he's a head. There is a head, but I, I've not mentioned this before, but there is a, a well known vote from the, from the base, from the, from the Briscoe it comes up a few pl- few times in Chumash, in this period on the Chumash, where the Rambam makes a chiluk. If you remember, we, we, we ourselves went through the Tehillim, which talks about Dov, the Malchus based Dovid. The Abish has promised that this will last forever. Yeah, we went through, we went through it in Tehillim, and we saw to an extent it was it was mentioned in the Tzukim. 
So the Rambam in in in, in the Rambam says anyone who argues therefore that the connected the principle of Malchus based on it is not because because then you're arguing with the with the arguing with, with something like the same way if you said I don't believe a coach who told us not to uh, not to uh, I believe that that is perfectly all right. I'll give you this. I'll give a really controversial one. I believe eating animals is bad, and I believe animal sacrifice is bad. I don't believe the Abish told us to do it. To eat. Eating animals can't be. And macri animals only can't. Now that person is not because because the Torah says to you, you should be macri behemoths where you got a basement. And the Torah also told you that you can eat. You can eat. Doesn't say doesn't say some mitzvah to eat except on yonsuf. But other than that is yeah, yeah. So if you are you are arguing with the Abish. So now the Torah has said to us, Malchus based on it will continue forever. We in the Tehillim we use this lashon, Achas Nishbati, I made a shavua on this, and there's, a, and there's also a lashon of bliss made with David. So therefore, anybody who tries to be Oika, Malchus based on it, Mikhail Vachel, is an Apikos. That makes therefore makes sense. So it so. Avshalom was not doing that. Avshalom was only trying to re- remove his dad and make himself king. It could even be Yeroven ben Nevot was not trying to make a revolt against the whole Malchus bit of it. He was just trying to take away half. But somebody who's trying to be Eicher, the whole Malchus based on it, is somebody, therefore, who is arguing what the Abishter says must happen. And therefore, he's not the case. And we, we, we found this in the... Um, uh, when, I want, when I want to see it... Um, why do you want to see it? So it's gone off. It, 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 an idea went into my mind and it's gone off. So I'll call Pony. This is the uh, this is how the Briskerov wants to learn this this words Bamelech Bedovid because it both it, every king anyone who rebels against a king even if, later on one of the Malchei Yehuda would have been uh, Malchus sorry Malchei uh, Yisrael would also be Chayv Misa because he's he is arguing with a king. But, with, in, but in addition, he's arguing with the Malchus of David, and therefore he is an Apikos. Ah, oh, yes, I remember now what I was going to say. When he started off, Sherab ben Bichri, his Loshan was. Ein lanu chelet be David, vele nachla lanu beven Yishai. Yeah? It's a complete, you know. Who needs this? We don't want this whole this whole Malchus it. Let's completely get rid of it. That was the the, uh, the point. Good. So that's the uh, now. Vatovai Hoisha. The woman came, put a cup base. El Kolam to all the people. The with her wisdom. That means it wasn't. She had to come along showing wisdom to persuade them to what do people. what no what what they what, what she was saying. Because she was actually saying, kill one yid. That's what she was saying to them. And she, they accepted it. They chopped off his head. And they threw the head to Yoyov. And then he blew the shofar. That's it. You know, we've seen, we seen Yoyov seems to be busy blowing shofar to say that's the end of it. It's the same thing in relation to Absalom. Once Absalom was dead, that's the end of it. No point for killing anybody else. And the same way in relation to the the fight at the the pool of Gichain, the um, the same Maisa once he blew the shaver, so that's it. There's no point anymore carrying on. So and then Vayofutsu Me'al Ho'ir Ish Ish 
and they set, and they went home. Everybody went back home. Yeah, yeah. That is the rest of the, not the palace guard presumably, but the rest of the people. The Yoyev Shav Yisraelim and Amelech and Yoyev came back, and that was the end of the story. So let's see what Rashi says about this wisdom. He's going to be killed. And we'll also be, he says, there's a typical Zaginoa. Um, she doesn't mean Haim, she means us. We'll be killed if we ca- if, if if you know as things are the wall is going to be breached they're going to come in and we'll all be taking part in a in a rebellion particularly now as they've said just hand over the traitor and uh, we'll all be killed hand him over not if he himself could possibly have escaped. For example, we were outside the walls and they could kill us, but they couldn't get to him because he's safe inside the wall. So, you'd be in danger, but he could escape because the walls were strong. Then I accept your, the argument that you can't hand over somebody who's a safe for somebody who's not safe. But he's going to be killed anyway. He's going to be killed, and we're going to be killed. Oh, the nearest because the walls are down. They incredibly immolate. Mutav yomos the vaday petsa he should die alone. Val yomusav and there's no point in that. Now there's a number of before we see, I'm going to quote in Shochanah for the moment. But even at this stage, you see a very interesting. First of all, where does this idea come from? that you can hand over one person to be killed just because everybody else is going to be killed. It could just be that it's a logic. Everybody's going to be killed anyway. So Mamela, but that logic doesn't seem to work very well because it's only, uh, this is clear in Shokhanag, which we'll see, this rule only applies when there's a named individual who is wanted by the, the assailants. For example, in this case, they said, we want him, Sheva bin Bichri. We don't want a Yid, we want him. If they had specified, a, if they had not specified and said, hand us over one Yid to be killed, then or we'll kill you then all, you couldn't do. then you can't do it. So therefore, it can't be a logic. I mean, I don't know how you decide. In that case, maybe draw lots or whatever. But we don't say, better one person to be killed than many people to be killed. In principle, you don't do that. It's only when they've nominated a person. So therefore, it really must come from the principle of Radev. Now, Radev, in its classic case, is like this. I, I can be the victim. Somebody wants to kill me. Somebody wants to kill me. So somebody else sees the situation that somebody wants to kill me. That person is entitled to kill, should kill the Radev in order to save my life. Yeah, and with that we get from the from the positive of Nam Rosa, which was in a few a few weeks ago in the Torah, where the Torah says that if a woman is being uh, uh, be raped and she would, it would be in this of course so therefore you kill the you kill the the rotef. you kill the uh, the uh, the rapist or whatever. And so who I did, and therefore we we uh, uh, Cain says, and the positive goes on to say this is like a case of murder. 
somebody trying to kill somebody else, Kena Dovazet, then tells you that in the same way you kill the person who is attacking another person to kill them. Right. Now, left at that point, if the halacha would be left at that point, it would be applying only to the deliberate person trying to kill somebody else. The Chazal extended even to the case of somebody who's, an un, who's not trying to kill. So, for example, <coughs> um, what would happen if somebody is killing somebody else? Let's imagine a person who's raider is a Meshuggah. So you can't blame him and say, well, he's a, he's a nasty person trying to kill. He, he doesn't sure. know what he's doing. Nevertheless, you would kill the raider. The Rambam is applying the principle, they a different result, in relation to a woman in childbirth. He's, and he makes a chiluk between baby inside the mother, kill the baby to save the mother's life, because he says it's koroidev. But on the other hand, once the baby is already put out his head, so the Rambam says on that point, this is minhogesh shalaylam, we don't apply the raider principle. But the raider principle still would apply, although the baby's not trying to do anything. And it could be invented in other situations. So this is a case, actually, of a raider principle. That is, once already, the going has said, him or all of you, he is now endangering everybody else. Let him go out. Uh, and so and so. Now, he is endangering everybody else. He is therefore right. That's how that Nachoinim or Masbiri or Shainim Masbiri, the principle this principle which we which we have here. Right? Now you're also following it through, you can also say that this principle that, sorry, this is a principle of Raider only applies therefore when he is okay. dominated right. and he himself is a person who is therefore endangering everybody else otherwise we say we don't know it's a, it's a weird it's also weird is it so weird is it so obvious let's imagine you had here a man of say 40-50 who happens to be a, a, a young Rebel Yashiv or Remosha Feinstein or a Stifler or whatever you can see he's a Tamachochem and a Tzadik or whatever, as far as we know, puskening some of the world childers. And there you have this, this, this Yidl, and you ask yourself, who should you, this one for some reason or another, one of them has to die. So you would think, I mean, looking at seriously, Ramosha Feinstein, even when he was young, would know that he's Ramosha Feinstein. Surely, therefore, he should kill him, the other person to save himself. Oh, no. Man, yema, lach, the domo, You don't know you're better than him. Surely you do know he's better than him? No, we don't know that he's better than him. And we, on the outside also, would not be involved, except we're waiting for prize, to save this one over that one. We'd say, in the eyes of the Abishta, who knows? Here you go even one stage further, many hidden are not better than one yid. The life of one yid is infinitely worth, and even though you've got many, many yid, the whole town is going to be killed, until they nominate, you can't do it. If the goyim say, hand over one yid, or we'll kill you all, we can't. We can't actually kill this yid. And even hand him over to be killed. So we've got some... Right. That's, that's the, the background of where we are according to Rebbe Yehuda this is the first principle uh, we're not mentioning the name it's with Rebbe Yehuda and Rebbe Yehuda is the whole one who says if they nominate then you hand him over because he's a writer right Rebbe Shimonim she didn't say no 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 it's not nomination is alone is not enough that's the practice Rebbe Shimon argues 
Hamoyle, the Malchus, based David, Chaya Misa. He himself is Chaya Misa. Because he himself is, is a Chaya Misa. I mean, and after all, that's what Yoyev has said. Impossible, Kaf, Kaf Aleph. Nosa Yodai, the Melech, the David. Yeah. He himself is, a, is rather like, for example, if you get somebody who's the, uh, the executioner of Bezdin, and he's about to kill somebody because he's, that person has been passed in Would you say that the person who's doing the execution is yeah. a murderer? No. <laughs> and, he, and then if we try to kill another yid, and you should save his, you should save the life of the. Of no, the no, 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 But he's doing the judicial. Yeah. Right, so this person is Chaimisa. That's the passion of Rabbi Shimon says. Right. And we're now stuck with a machlokas, which is one imagines rarely has happened in Jewish history, but nevertheless we've got a machlokas here. What you do in in reality, if there's such a situation occurred. Yeah, could have concentration camps. Yeah, could have concentration camps. Are there? Yes, of course they were saying you yeah, hand over a certain number of people. And of course the principle of not only applies to to death, it also applies. I can end this principle when I tried to get the what the Cantonists when they would ask for the. Uh, Hand over certain children to what they the Russian army. But you, know, you can see there's an application we can, uh, we can consider. And of course, I'm not going to go again, into, I'm not going to go into that, nor am I going to go into But you can see it has a, it's a related issue. And similarly, what happens if they don't say we're going to kill him, but we're going to injure him, we're going to imprison him? Yeah? Then again, the, the post came up talking about this. But we'll keep to the case of, of, of death. Now, if you'd have said to me, what's the halacha? At this stage, I would have said, well, this, the first shitter is either Stam or Reb The second shitter is Reb Shimon, and we always pass on that Reb against Reb Shimon. So the halacha should be nominated, you hand him over. Yeah? Secondly, you'd say that because there's a machlekas in Yushalmi between Reb Yechonen and Rishlokish, and we always follow Reb Yechonen against Rishlokish, far from Nimmin specified exceptions and uh, again Rish Lokish goes like Reb Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda goes like uh, um, Rish Lok- goes like Rabbi Yehuda so once again we've got two principles of Paschaling which would tell us that that's how we we should we should go and also there was a Maisa Shehoya I don't know whether you'll remember that but many we did it at the end of Malachim it was a long time ago at the end of Malachim we had a Martha that uh, the surrounded the walls of Yushalayim and that was his um, he, 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 he was involved three times the first time was after he defeated Paranika and he tended to the Jews you just be my avodim and I'll let you the, your king Jehoiakim oh Roshah Marusha this king Jehoiakim you can carry on being king but you, you be you, you be you be faithful yes, and don't you behave yourself yeah? and don't join up with power then Jehoiakim revolted and came along the Luchanetza and he surrounded the walls. And what did they do? They, kept, they, they called out, I just want Yehoyakim. <laughs> so the Yidin said, what should we do? So they took Yehoyakim and they threw him over. So Yehoyakim, in the major says, complains, said, oh, what are you doing? You can't hand over somebody against somebody else. So he said, ha, Sheva ben Bechri. <laughs> this is an old Jewish tradition. <laughs> in these situations, we, <laughs> hand, we hand him over. He was, of course, dominated. Yeah, but you can't help say he was Chaim Misa. So, so there's once again, it's a, uh, uh, so once again, we've got a Misa Shahoya, a historical uh, event that the Yidden handed over 
handed over him over. However, if you look in Shokhanach, to be found in, in Simakufnon Zion, of you were there, and that's where it's passed him. things and in a few lines he talks about this um, I'll read it out um, yeah the trouble is all these new these new versions of Shokhanarach you, you, you lose the idea of Tsuva Sadaf mm-hmm. everyone you pick up has got, the, 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 got it somewhere else but still uh, I suppose it matters more to someone like, like Radiosa who would know who would memorize exactly <laughs> than someone like me. Anyway, yes. this is Sif. Um, this is Sif. Sif Alef. It's a long one, long Sif as well. Oydechachovim to Amalei Yisrael to new lano echad mikem v'nahavagil. There's one yid, any one yid. Lo yid nolahem echad mehem. Elohim came, Yichduhu, Vamu Tunulanu Plaini. We want him. Yeah? So that's what we said so far. That's the first shitter, the shitter of Yudah. The Yeshaiman, Dafilu Bhiagavna Ain Lamosa, even in that situation you don't do it. Elim Kain Chai Misa Kesheva Bimbichri. Unless it's Chai Misa like Sheva Bimbichri. That's the second. Now once again I would have thought not only my cloud, Rabbi Yochan the Gates Rish Lakish, we follow Rabbi Yochan, and Rabbi Yudah the Gitrim, we follow Rabbi Shimon, and the Maisa Shahoya. I also see the Machaba, the Ramos, put it as the Stam and the Yeshayman. And you always pass him against the Stam, Stam against the Yeshayman. That's how he's trying to give to advise you as to what the Halacha is. However, the Birke Yosef says the Maskona Sachrein is that we follow the second Shitta. And we don't actually hand over unless, they, unless that person is Chaya Misa. And he brings a, in the Shiure, in the Shiure Baruchah, a, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to find it, in the Birke Yosef, it must be this one. Um, brings here, I find anything here. Yeah. He brings an interesting miser, fortunate miser, he calls it evolved an ish, the Isaac Bish, a, a, a terrible miser, a bad miser, Ish Asher B'Shem Yisrael Yechuna, somebody who's called a Yid, means to say, a behavior Yid wasn't, he sold his children as slaves. He sold his children as slaves. And the Goyim then wanted to, to, uh, to, to uh, hand them over. You know, these are now slaves. And they passed and you mustn't hand them over. And uh, it's not talking about killing them, it's making it into slavery. The Paskin was you can't hang 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 them over. Um, you can let the goyim come in and find them, but nobody was going to hand hand them over. He says Vadin Dinemis. So then we we Paskin he starts off by saying So but nevertheless the reason why I'm quoting it is that two things become varied 
in, in halacha. One is that the Rambam himself, not a, I mean the Yeshayim the, the is actually the Rambam, and the Rambam it says, um, the Rambam is the first opinion, but the Rambam says that it's halacha only, but not the chadchila. It's a very, it's a weird expression, not the chadchila. You know, I mean, I don't normally say something like that. So the normal part of that is make sure before you pass in any of these sort of shilas, you really check it up well. Or maybe it's not meant to, uh, uh, conf- two conflicting shilas. One shilas is leave it to somebody to, to really, who knows the denim, to really check into it. Or uh, an opposite, you be Masalik and let everybody do whatever they want. Yeah, you, you can't really pass in on this. But um, the, the, the Tars is concerned about why does the Ramor say the Yeshem Dafilu Khiagav ain't a Mosa any cane, Chayav Misa, Kesheva bin Bichri. For Satan Aram Chapan Shabashem that may be the source. Yeah, but, but, but why quote Sheva bin Bichri? I mean it's the Tar says Sheva bin Bichri was not when we say Chayav Misa. He wasn't Chayav Misa according to the normal rules of Bezdin. He hadn't killed Bishnay Adim, Bim Chayav Misa. Yeah. Well, what had yeah, he done? He was only yeah. That is, by the laws of the government, he was going to be killed. He wasn't Chayav Misa according to the normal rules of Bezdin. Correct? Yeah. It's not a Bezdin situation. Bezdin so therefore, he says, what? Bezdin doesn't defend the king. Well, we've worried about this before, actually. I mean, I didn't want. <laughs> we were worried about the relationship with Sanhedrin and the and the king. The fascists is at hand. It's the job of the king himself to do it look to look after well you have the authority mm. but to do it and the soldiers will do it but, and comply and, and Bezin would, would say that is correct but it's not done as such by Bezin we're going to have to worry about this on the Wednesday share when we get to Yoyov mm. who, how was Yoyov killed but in the meantime let's assume that he takes for granted the, uh, the, the task that it's done by uh, that it's uh, not a he wasn't hive according to normal rules so he says love Dafka <laughs> He says, "Laft after Chayav Misa to go to Yidden, Chayav Misa going to Goim, and according to their rules." So, for example, he says, "If the person who is causing the trouble <coughs> because he's counterfeited the currency, or he's a smuggler, and that's why the Goim say we want him because he's a smuggler and we're going to kill him, then you hand him over, even though we would not say Chayav Misa the dinner you saw." Yeah. Okay. We must remember at the end of please remember the story of, of, of the the Bedichava, the Bedichava Pesach. It's a, a nice story to finish at the end of the day. Anyway, so um, after this uh, unfortunate story, so uh, yeah, so the so the the so he says here the Taz, even if the the person is a, is a counterfeiter or something like that, nevertheless, we would we would uh, hand him over. And he says, Bechlaldi says, the person who actually is doing this counterfeiting himself is clearly a raider. Because he has, by doing these actions, he's endangering everybody uh, else. Yes. He's endangering everybody else. Yes. And I just want to see if it's missing. Yeah. And, and in the bear hater, when he brings down the, the din, gives another illustration 
apparently there was some, some Bezin or other or somebody was a Malagair now you can imagine the Christians got rather worked up about not merely Jews being Jews but Jews accepting Gerim from the Goy and therefore they wanted the person who had was Bezin or whatever who had mulled the Geir they wanted to kill them for reaching Christianity now he clearly had done nothing wrong as far as Dina Yisrael is concerned for Kert he had done a mitzvah of making somebody a Geir Tzedek who wanted to be a Geir Tzedek so why nevertheless the Psak was from the I don't know who it is he calls it Beis Heyud whoever it is that, that uh, and it's brought now brought in the uh, in the Behater this person is now Chayav Misa in the Goyesha court that's sufficient and therefore you'd hand him you'd hand him over you're surprised <laughs> yeah it's certainly surprising but that's the principle of, of Shemim Michri it comes back to I think comes back to the same point he himself has, is an actual raider here we're, we're joining it in because he's done something which he knows or should know is endangering everybody else um, right anything else I want to say ah yes now there's an interesting thing brought here in the in the Piske Tshuva the Piske Tshuva says it doesn't matter if other people are equally guilty that is to say supposing the Goyim are aware that Chaim Yankel is a counterfeiter but actually there's a few other Yidden who are also counterfeiters maybe the whole town is involved in this in this smuggling or counterfeiting or whatever that the Goyim are getting worked up about but they only know one thing. So they say, The rest of the town who are equally chayav, in the eyes of the Goyim, are entitled to hand over this chap because he is the one who they've asked for and he is chayav mita in the Goyish rules. They don't bring any makar for this. It seems to me the makar is what we said here. Sheva bin Yoyav just said, Tanu Aisai, give me him. But what they actually did was, they actually chopped his head off. Why did they chop his head off? We were told because they were also involved in it. They were all involved in it in this in this revolt. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least other people in the town were also involved in the revolt. And nevertheless, they chopped off his head and handed him over. Because so you see that even if other people are also guilty, had the goyim thought about it, nevertheless, you hand over the person who is the primary the one that they're actually asking for this seems to be the yeah right good so so let's no, I haven't finished yet oh no I meant to finish with the uh, right what happens now the Yoyov Gimel the Yoyov El Kolatsova Yisrael Yehov remains in charge of the Tava of Yisrael. Now, he either, that means David replaces, puts him back again, look at Dr. Rashi. It's Afalpi Shaoma David Lamosa Kisa Tava Asimcho Tachatio. That's when David was sending a message when he was still in Machanoim. Before he came back to Yisrael, he sent a message to Amosa saying, I will make you Satova. Now that Amosa was dead, so Yoyo remains. In other words, had not been deposed. Now we mention Yoyo, we have to mention, we mention everybody else. The other positions. 
Uh, that I find personally, I mean, it's a Rashi, it's a Rashi, but I prefer the Pshat, I think, to the duck, who says, no, 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 David actually did replace him, because we see he told us, Amosa, collect the army. That's far more than he, therefore he was replaced. But now that Amosa was dead, and Yoyov had been successful in getting rid of Sheva ben Bichri and making an old army, David thought he just gave up yesterday, yet again, and said, oh, I've just got to keep it with him. He's clearly, he's the only use, the person who can run, who can run the job of being Sartova. Yes. Yeah, as we said on previous occasions, the Sartova requires somebody who gets on with the soldiers, who's able to motivate them, he's able to run an army, he's able to, to know tactics. It's it, Yoyov, that was no, was no use, and, uh, and Yoyov obviously is the right man. As I've said many times, uh, when we try to find the illustration of cold Yisrael Tzurichim Loi, the illustration is Yoyov, therefore, is the illustration when you, that uh, somebody's in the Ori Miklot, and he's killed, because he killed Bishagik, and, and we want to take him out, because cold Yisrael Tzurichim Loi, Ka Yoyov Ben that's the illustration of the man, where everybody who's the indispensable man, Nevertheless, you can't do it. Our illustration of the indispensable man is Yoav. David realized that and put him back to the, put him back, back on the job. And that also explains now why David did not kill Yoav at this moment for killing Amosa. Why he does nothing. He is needed. You just had the whole fight of Absalom. He's now managed to, to get rid of Shavichi. There's a potentiality of another muck up. You, you, you need him. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, I, 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 perhaps I shouldn't quote, but I will. <laughs> that is supposed to be said by, I think, Lyndon Bain Johnson, who was a very grobber individual. He once said, he, Edgar Hoover, who he was thinking of deposing, of getting out of, of the FBI, and said, I'd rather have him in the tent yeah. urinating out than outside the tent <laughs> urinating in. So it's something like this. Yoyov is too... It's too, dark, it's too late to use. Now, Russia said when we quote these other Thank people, you. it's purely because we are mentioning him to so mention the rest. I think that's okay. I mean, so be it. But there is a, another explanation. Now we're coming to the. We've previously mentioned David's um, chief officers in chapter Ches, at the end of chapter Ches. That was at a time when the beginning almost of the reign. David had, had defeated quite a few of the local enemies of uh, surrounding Claudius Royal, but he had not yet started, even started um, building the, in his idea of building the base. This was a much earlier stage in his reign. And then we're told about certain people. So now, we're now, there's now things, as it were, water, much water has gone under the bridge, including this uh, Absalom and Shobin uh, Bichri, apart from a time. So now we're told who is, as it were, the final people. And it's interesting to try to contrast them with the ones in, in chapter 3. So let's read these first. Yoyov el Kolatsov Yisrael, and it points out the whole army. It may be David previously intended to, to make him only a head of, of one brigade or one thing else. Because if you remember in Absalom, when he fought in Absalom, he was only brigade leader of one of the three. But now he's, he's once again on top of the whole lot. Okay, he was there before, no change. Though he's put up a higher position. Obviously, David is now aware of the significance of the army and the palace guard. 
point. If he says he's in charge of Sanhedrin, so so what? Now we're given somebody completely you new. But you're the police, just a little bit more. He is the man in charge of the crazy in the place. So he's in charge of the palace guard. And or if you remember, he was the one. He, he was the one who's going to tell David who's going to prove of Shlomo being king. He's the one who takes him down to Gihon. Yeah. Did, did he also yeah. rebel against David? No, 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 no. He's never, he's never done anything like that. Binyamin Yoda was always, was always on David's side. And and Shlomo's side, right away through Binyamin, and he was the maybe ahead of the the Sanhedrin. And if you take on crazy place, he means the Sanhedrin. As well, I mean, maybe he had a double function. Alamos. This is a new man. It's a new man with a new job. The man in charge of the finance. The man in charge of taxing. Yeah, the tax man. Let's go a bit further, and then we can talk about how he relates. Yeshofod ben Achilud, Hamaskir. Well, yes, before he was also mentioned as the Maskir. Same man. Ushiyor Sefer. They're supposed to be the same man as before who had a slightly different name, but it's the same thing. So, before we also had a cipher and a maskia. But now we have, in addition, a mass man. Now, anyway, we have a problem. What's the difference between the, the maskia and a the cipher? They seem to be rather similar jobs. The cipher writes it down. So what does the maskia do? Pashtas, the maskia, the cipher the, the is a very important person. He's a person who keeps the records in a sense that he writes the records. He has to decide what had been decided by the cabinet, what who's been, no doubt he's also in charge of, who's found guilty in Bezdin. Yeah? So he's in, I mean, it was a similar sort of task. One assumes that. But the man who's in charge of the, who's the Muzkir, his job is to remind. That is, he's maybe the person who is in charge of the records to actually find it. It's a very important person because you can sometimes find one record and ignore another record you don't quite like. Yeah? Yeah? We had that, if you remember, with Ezra? With not, in, in, yeah, in Ezra, when the Eden was rebuilt in the base of Migdos. It's an interesting story how they, they previously, Kairosh, had authorized the building of the base of Migdos. Mm-hmm. Later on it had been cancelled. Yes. And they had been kept in different places and they hadn't been cross-referenced. And then we, we, we started rebuilding the base of Migdos without planning permission. And the and the, the Shemroinim complained and said, "Oh, they're building that planning permission." And we said, "Oh, we've got planning permission." And they looked up in the record and was kept in one place, and they found it. Yes. And they didn't find the cross reference to the other place yes. where the, they misfiled it or whatever. Yes. But, you know, so um, the man in charge of the files is very important. So maybe that's him. Or it could be that he's the and also the yoyats of the king. He is the expression. So, but now people are trying to join it up with the taxes. The man who's in charge of the taxes, it may be that it's the the safer who simply does the cheshbonus of how much money has come in, or how much you know, things like that. The maskir is the person who decides how much the rate of tax who invented himself is going to be liable to the tax. And the, ma- the must man is simply the man who collects the tax. Or maybe the tax man himself does the ca- calculation as well as he but why is it mentioned here? Now, somebody is on the kafskus of David that he's, the, that he's collecting tax from the goyim. He's collecting tax from the goyim. Because David already was in charge of, uh, controlled a number of, country, of other countries. 
Um, not so likely because by charge the time in, when we had chapter Ches there was already countries which were giving tax to David so you wouldn't need a tax man then more likely he's giving he's taxing the Yidden and I just wondered whether that wasn't one of the reasons as well why um, Avshalom was becoming was accepted by Claudius Royal in his revolt and Sheva ben Bichri maybe David was already taxing people and people didn't like that you know he was already after all uh, built a palace for himself he, had, he, was, he was collecting money for the base of Mikdash as we're told in, De- in Deirayomim he was collecting a large amount of, of money as well as doing the building work of the foundations and there's other things for the base of Mikdash so it may be that he was taxing people and maybe that was one of the things which was causing uh, behind the revolt may I remind you that Adoni Rom was the man, he must have lived a long life that he was the man who was sent by, by Rehovom Shreyma's son to collect the tax when they went to the great revolt in time of Rehovom Menavot the same man obviously he was, so he was therefore indeed an unpopular tax collector yeah. that's perhaps not surprising all tax collectors are unpopular but certainly he, then he was collecting from the Yidden right so he's a tax man. And then we're told, Tzadok in Evyosar Kehanim, now there is, I haven't got much time, but once again you get this problem that Tzadok is mentioned before Evyosar, because if you remember, Evyosar had been the Kohen Godel, but he'd failed to, uh, the Umbatumi weren't answering him, and were answering Tzadok, so Tzadok became, as it were, the active Kohen Godel, whereas Evyosar was the, the Kohen Godel who's been dep- deposed. You find that in relation to Yom Kippur, don't you? The Kohen, the Kohen God was being if passed over. And Sodok was now the Kohen God. We'd had this already some time before. The, the, the proper deposing when he was actually sent away only occurred with Shlomo because Shlomo regarded him as a traitor. He was in favor of Shlomo's brother. Right, I won't worry about what it said earlier. The gum ira hayo ili hoyo kayan the dogged. Ewa Hayoivi was a Kayan to David. Now Kayan could mean a number of things. It could mean he's simply his private Kayan. Mm-hmm. That is to say, all his Trumas and Mitras he was giving to your to this man. Yeah. Yeah. And probably as a king he had a fair number of animals. And therefore yeah. he was giving a lot of Truma and a lot of Mysa to to him. In which case that will fit in with the next unfortunate story we're gonna have because as Chazal say you shouldn't actually give all your Tumas Maita to one kind that causes causes problems because yeah. um, because it says it causes jealousy and uh, also if, if one per- if you're talking about a very rich person that's undesirable it's not fair um, you know one person is getting everything and um, um, so the duck brings that um the he David, the as it says here, he was Kayan the David. I mean, he would be a Kayan to everybody. What do you mean he was his David's Kayan? He was a David gave him everything, and therefore that is wrong. But he, in the next parsha starts off by he wrote of he made David. There was a famine. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's a special rule by the way. Can I mention Makire Kahuna? If you formed a habit of giving your Trumas and to one Kayan, he's got a special right 
to it. And then he has, in fact, ownership. He's got well, ownership on something. But anyway, one last thing. Well, there is another possibility. I'm also before. What? Did you mention I'm also before? No. No? No, I didn't mention I'm also. You're Iwa Hayuiri. Let's do it quickly, Rashi. Because we're going to have this longer German. Iwa Hayuiri, Targum. You understand? Iwa Hayuiri to Min to Kua. The Targum says, Yeiri was not his surname. He came from Takua. Elsewhere, Iwa ben Ikish. His father's name was Ikish. So why is he called Hayuiri? Yoiri Nikwa Shame. Shazin Bimanachas Takua. We've had this before, the woman from Tukua. Tukua was a place yeah. where olive oil came. And that, therefore, from that, so therefore it's called Yo'el Elite. The, the people, someone who came from Tukua was called a, a, a Yo'iri. He had a special job, a coin. Why? Because if you look back, very quickly, in chapter Ches, it says there, Ubenei David Kehanim Hoyu. We said clearly they weren't Kehanim. But Kehan is a title, like Kehan Oin, like Yosef's Petifer. Petifer was a Kehan. What do you mean? In fact, he was a lord, he was a Sahatabokim. He was a lord high executioner. His job was to chop people's heads off. He was in charge of the, the prisons and the and executions. But never it's called a Kayan. And yes and therefore you similarly you find expression. Kayan what? Who is it? Oh, I see. Yeah, he was a Sahatabokim. Um you find a Kayan is an expression of 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 significance. And therefore in which case we see something very important. Previously in chapter Ches it says Bnei David Kehanim. He appointed his sons to be Kayan. Yeah. That means his sons already were fearing Maluchas, they had jobs, they were important. By now David realized that's a bad approach. By giving his son too many to a parliament, all of them were had as servants or whatever, that leads into Machlekasim. Now the man he gave jobs to was a stranger. Within the family, he was going to give it only to Shlomo. He wasn't going to give it to anybody else. Right? So, we have better to that. So, we meet again. Not to